I love the flexibility in working in all sorts of places. I'm often moving files around, um, reading my RSS feeds, doing social media, even doing video calls and such while out running errands. So much you can do on your phone these days. But of course, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. Shout out to T-Mobile, our sponsor. They're America's largest 5G network. So you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. As you go from idea to actual business, where you've got customers, you're selling products or services, you're building an email list and maintaining long-term relationships with those subscribers, you want to know how much money those subscribers are producing. That's what we're talking about today. Ideally, you want a high customer lifetime value, also known as CLV, conveniently an acronym, because you can then spend money to attract more subscribers. It's kind of like achieving a positive ROI, sorry, another acronym, return on investment. It's kind of like achieving a positive return on investment on ad spending from Facebook or Google. Once you get the formula right, where you are earning more than you spend, even if it's a relatively small amount, you can ramp up and spend more and more. Now that is, of course, the goal. That's the golden fleece. You know, achieving this winning formula is easier said than done. Uh, But with customer value, customer lifetime value, it's not about spending, it's about earning. Like how much is each subscriber worth? So if you have even a single customer, you can focus on this metric. And that's what our listener is wondering about today. How much money can you make per subscriber? Their detailed question and my answer in this episode. When your business gets to a certain size, the cracks start to emerge. I am very familiar with this. Whenever my business grows, you know, things are working pretty well at a very low level or at a mid-level. But then the things that I used to do in a day are taking a week. I've got way too many manual processes. And so if that's you, well, guess what? You should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, and 1. 37,000, the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And 1, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs in one efficient system with that one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, improve margins, everything you need to grow all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash hustle. That's netsuite.com slash hustle to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash hustle. Hi there, Chris. This is Mackenzie, and I've been listening to the show for a while now. I've heard that when you build up a newsletter list and offer products for sale, an important metric to track is lifetime value per subscriber. What are some ballpark numbers for this? If I'm able to get 1,000 subscribers to my list, for example, and I sell them products on an ongoing basis, but not too often because I don't want them to get tired of promotions and unsubscribe, what kind of return can I expect? Thanks for your help. Mackenzie, what's good? Thank you so much for listening. Uh, This is a really smart question. Definitely a good thing to be thinking about as you are growing your business, uh, especially in the early stages, like when you're very first beginning to figure out, okay, if I get subscribers, and I'm selling products, you know, what's the conversion rate going to look like? And do I have any upsells? You know, what's my second product after I've developed the first one? 
you know, if you're going to track one metric, lifetime customer value, you know, you can make an argument that that's probably the most important thing to keep an eye on. So as for what it's going to be for you, what kind of return can you expect? Difficult to answer, right? Because it really depends on what you're selling. Like it depends a lot on the products you're selling. If you don't have much for sale, uh, or if your prices are low, it's going to be hard to have a high lifetime customer value. Uh, now you can still make money. Like it's absolutely possible to still have a profitable business without a high customer lifetime value. But let me just give you a range. Uh, and we'll start at the high end. Uh, a friend of mine, Tiago Forte, uh, he has mentioned that he earns something like 41 to $43 per subscriber. Okay, that's really, really good, especially when he's got, you know, tens of 1000s of subscribers. But it makes sense because he sells high end training courses that cost, you know, at least $1,000 each, and some of them are $2,000, $3,000, etc. He's got different tiers, you know, including some high level ones. So most of his subscribers join the list because they're interested in these courses. Like they're not just random subscribers, they have come to join his list because they're interested in those courses. So very high lifetime customer value there. Um, if you have a customer lifetime value of $8, you know, let, that's okay. Because if you're bringing in 50 email signups a day, let's say, to give another example, it means that every day you're adding $400 in lifetime value to your business. So there's more than one way to win, you know, with this kind of approach. The key is to think long term. And, you know, to do exactly what McKinsey described, building out a suite of products or services or both that can serve customers over time. Also, one more key point, you know, I've talked about acquiring new customers here. But you can also devote time and attention to increasing the customer lifetime value of existing customers. So if you've got $8 as your number, you're like, I want to make it 12, you know, well, if your email list isn't growing so much, that's another way to increase revenue without necessarily having more subscribers. So there's a lot we could do with this, we might talk about it more in the new year as well. Um, but I think it's an important thing to keep an eye on, especially as you're getting started customer lifetime value. That's it for today. Listeners, if you've got a question, sidehustleschool.com slash questions. We're working on lots of stuff for next year. I hope you'll join me. But I also thank you for joining me today. My name is Chris Gillibow. New episode coming out tomorrow. You're listening to Side Hustle School. From the Onward Project.